And now, the voice of truth. News, interviews, political commentary, current issues that affect Christians today. The Voice of Truth is your Washington, D.C. connection from a Christian perspective featuring host Shannon Skolton. The Voice of Truth contains unapologetic criticism of current events, reveals disingenuous politics, and addresses difficult issues. If you are easily offended by political incorrectness, listener discretion is advised. And now your host, Shannon Skolton. Voice of Truth is grateful for the support of MyPillow. MyPillow is a Minnesota-based company that manufactures pillows, bathrobes, slippers, bed sheets, and other products. MyPillow supports the mission of Voice of Truth. For more information, you can go to MyPillow.com forward slash VOT22 or by calling 800-562-4978. Hi, and welcome to Voice of Truth. I'm your host, Shannon Skolton. And like always, I have another amazing guest for you today that you don't want to miss. So if you're just tuning in, stay tuned till the end of the program because it's going to be a doozy. You're going to want to buckle your seatbelt and hold on for the ride because there's information in here that maybe you are unaware of. And of course, we're here with Voice of Truth to bring you the truth. Unfortunately, whether you want to hear it or not. So hopefully you're spiritually and ready and prepared for what we have to bring to you today. Before we start this program, I just want to make sure everybody is aware. Voice of Truth is so grateful for the support of my pillow and Mike Lindell. He's an amazing man of God. It's a great company that manufactures pillows and bathrobes and slippers and all sorts of things, including bed sheets and even apparel. And we love that they support the mission of Voice of Truth. So if you want more information on Mike Lindell or even information on MyPillow, you can all be found at MyPillow.com forward slash VOT22, which stands for Voice of Truth 22. Or you can give them a call for more information at 1-800-562-4978. But without further ado, another amazing guest I'm excited to have on, Craig Huey, who is the founder of Election Forum, The Huey Report, and Reality Alert we're going to be talking about a lot. And don't think that he doesn't know what he's talking about. I get a lot of people who are naysayers and want to question every single person on everybody's program. Well, he's an economist, congressional candidate from Maxine Waters District. We all know old Maxine in California. Uh, and he's nationally rec- recognized in political and economic topics as far as commentary. Uh, he's a marketing consulting. He's a very intelligent man. And... He's been on big outlets like Fox News and C-SPAN. And in this situation, that's good. So without further ado, Craig Huey, thank you for being on the program. Shannon, it's great to be with you and a lot to talk about because there is a war on Christianity that's going on right now. Yeah, there is a war on Christianity. And you've been researching and studying all of these things for a long time. If people are watching on social media, they could see that some of your books are behind you. You're a best-selling author. You are well-versed in all of these subjects, and so I want to dive right into it and get right into it because this is a very hard-pressing, very heavy topic we're going to be talking about. People are going to be shocked. So if you are watching on social media or you are watching on alternative media or even TV, for all my TV people out there, you're going to want to save and share this video and this audio because this is something you're going to want to go back to. Craig, the U.S. has been collecting information on people. We know from the NSA, the Edward Snowden days, there was this big debacle where they were monitoring and big brothering people, but it's even more sinister than that. We know Edward Snowden ran to Russia, I believe, for, uh, you know, almost like to be protected so he could not be extradited, but it's worse and it's getting worse. They're actually monitoring and they are creating databases for not just conservatives, as we saw with the Tea Party movement, that they were tracking conservatives. No, it's Christians. Why don't you go into that a little bit for the audience? Well, there's kind of a history behind this. You see, uh, identifying Christians, uh, identifying believers in Christ is one of the uh, deep state's major goals. In fact, what has happened over the years is they have identified evangelical Christians and some conservative Catholics as their number one obstacle to transforming culture and politics. And so under Obama, 
some databases were started. And the idea of identifying people uh, was something that was quite, quite frightening, violating First Amendment rights, something that's never been done. Well, now, under uh, President Biden, this has become something that has been a major project in every department of the United States. And COVID has given them a great opportunity to do this under the radar. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Shannon, here's, here's the thing. Many people have requested a religious exemption to getting the COVID-19 vaccination. They don't want to have the vaccination for religious purposes. And so they've asked for that exemption. And, you know, through the court system, usually that's been good enough to get people out of having to do it. Well, what they're doing now in over 25 agencies of the United States government, they're requiring people who have uh, uh, asked for that exemption that be put on a database. So the Department of Justice, the Department of Defense, the Department of Education, all the different departments, what they're doing is they're saying these people have asked for a religious exemption. They're identifying who people of faith are and they're collecting that data. And, and this is such a danger. Um, and it's so wrong. And I tell you, it's also unconstitutional. So imagine this, Shannon. Yeah. Um, if you're an, uh, an employee of the Department of Education and you had requested that uh, religious exemption and you were granted that religious exemption, now every detail about your life, your name, your address, your email, your social network, everything about you, uh, uh, your job history, whatever data they have on you is then collected. So it's not just your name. It's not just your address. It's everything about you, your yeah. history, your medical. And then they take this data and they can send it out to anyone and any other agency who asks for it. Yeah. So all of a sudden now they have this data saying, you know, these are the people who probably shouldn't get a promotion, should not get a job or maybe even a pay increase, should not be sent to a different agency. Mm. It really could impact anybody's employment and, and, and take the Department of Defense. Yeah. The Department of Defense has, has pretty much denied religious exemptions, but the, to the ones that have gotten it, requested it, it's been discrimination by the military, by the high command, they're discriminating against people who have asked for an exemption that they're not gonna be deployed, mm -hmm. they're not gonna get a promotion. Uh, they, 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 they're being marginalized. They can't, uh, they can't uh, do any activity with the other so, uh, people yeah. in the military. It is a discriminatory action in the military, and that could happen in any part of the government. So um, the, 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 the bureaucracy is huge in the federal yeah. government. You're talking about some 4 million people. Well, if 10% of them are Christians, maybe yeah. about 400,000 uh, people have asked for an exemption. Now, these are the people Biden doesn't want in in, in the bureaucracy. These mm -hmm. are the people that are, are, are opposed to the different social policies. And, and, and yeah, they're standing uh, against the narrative. Exactly. Yep. They're the ones who are in their eyes. So remember this for the bureaucracy. Government is their God. Mm -hmm. Their religion is to transform for the purposes of expanding government and letting government control our lives to expand uh, 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 the yeah. entire government system. And so what you'll have is a situation where you've got to stop these evangelical Christians. You got to stop these people who are opposing transforming our culture. That's right. They're, 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 we're defined as Christians, yep. haters, just like it was in the Roman Empire, mm -hmm. where Caesar would look at the Christians and the people looked at the Christians and 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 the Christians were countercultural mm -hmm. and, and being counter uh, countercultural they were basically discriminated against yeah. killed yep. uh, marginalized but they were called haters that's right and, and and today that same terminology of being bigots and 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 haters and wanting to have us compromise our values, compromise our beliefs, be able to bow our knees to Caesar. That's what they're asking us to do. 
Yeah. And so by identifying Christians, we open up a door of danger like you can't believe. Government should not know what the faith of those people are, what the religious intent of those people are. And it's a purging, just like they're doing in the military. That's right. And if your, your viewers do not know the purge that has officially gone on to eliminate opposition, which they identify as Christians, conservatives, libertarians, uh, to do a purge. Well, that could happen in other portions of, of government. We, we have right now, I mean, uh, Shannon, this is a little unnerving, but we've yeah. got some two and a half more years yeah. of, of this president. It's nauseating. It's nauseating. So even if we're able to uh, take over the U.S. Senate and take over Cong uh, the House of Representatives with people uh, who will oppose the socialist policies, oppose the expansion of government, oppose these type of uh, uh, Orwellian uh, rules uh, of, of identifying people, the, the federal government can still do what it wants to do. That's right. And it's going to. It's going to exercise that freedom and that power, whether we like it or not, which is the problem because the government has been so overreaching and tyrannical uh, and we've allowed it to some extent. I mean, well, fully for them to have their overreach for peace and security, prosperity, uh, and this, this, this false gospel that we've been, we've been perpetuated by government and it's dangerous. It is very dangerous. They saw the power of closing down the churches during the pandemic. They saw that they were able to absolutely destroy um, opposition in that 2020 election because the churches were closed. There were only a, you know, a, a minority of Christians that stood firm and said, we're going to be open. We don't care what the government says. Yep. And those churches in states like California, they did church ballot harvesting. That's right. And in other states where, you know, they, they, we're educating the people that they they have to vote and vote their values, vote for their values, not against their values. But when the church is closed down, yeah, you couldn't do that. Millions of votes. Yes, and, and, and so they they have seen that. And and you know, in, in going back to the state of California, uh, Governor Newsom is spending one point nine million dollars on setting up a group of people to create. Films and go into communities, especially uh, uh, minority communities, but go into communities to break the lies of what he says are on OAN, Fox, and Newsmax. Oh, it's propaganda 2.0. That's all it is. And here's the here's the concern: is we knew that they were monitoring and tracking us. I knew when the Patriot Act was passed, we were on a downward spiral that we were never going to recover from. And I think most people educated in what was happening during that era are fully aware that there it was going to the tachometer was going to redline at some point and we would be at this at this stage. Right. Well, here we are. You you nailed it on the head with covid being the catalyst. That was the catalyst to perpetuate their ability to control, segregate separate conservatives and Christians or people who just don't align with their ideology. And I believe it goes a step further with monitoring people for the vaccine passports, uh, the nanoparticle technology and everything that's in the Charlie Vector 019er inoculation and all that. Um, Mm -hmm. But here we are where these databases are collected. We know it's unconstitutional. Yes. And but but I'm going to ask a question. I want you to go as deep as you feel you can go. Okay. I already know the answer, and I, we know it's unconstitutional to freedom-loving Americans. We know we need to stand up and fight back against it. But why? Why are they doing this? What is the greater purpose for this segregation? So let, let's start on the spiritual level. It goes to the heart. It goes to the fact that the gospel, the cross, is completely contrary to their worldview. Their worldview, Christians or somebody to be marginalized and not to uh, not to be able to spread the gospel. In 1 Corinthians 1.18, says, The cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us being saved, it's the power of God. That's right. And, and to them, the, the Christianity is foolishness, and it's an obstacle. So if they can get this database of Christians, they then can be able to uh, do something to these evangelicals 
to make sure they're not interfering. So th think about this way. The government itself is a bureaucracy. And what a bureaucracy does is, number one, protect itself. Number two, expand its power and influence. And by Obama and now Biden added one other element that had never been involved in the bureaucracy before. It's created an ideological, an ideological bureaucracy. Mm -hmm. So not only does it want power and control, it wants to expand but it's got the ideology behind it. And that ideology is that they have bureaucrats in these departments. They don't know anything about running government. They're not managers. They, they, they've never uh, have a clue of how to be able to, to organize something. They're in there because they are proven ideologues. And their whole goal is to purify that bureaucracy for political purposes. Whether a Republican gets in, whether a conservative or libertarian gets in, whether a Christian gets in, the bureaucracy is intact. And, and that, that was one of the big problems that Trump had, is that so much of what Biden did to manipulate the bureaucracy, to avoid having the, to make it impossible for Trump to fire so many bureaucrats, that uh, when, when he came in, there were leaks, there was subversion of policies, there were people who were using the government to work on political issues against him. There was so much chaos from the bureaucracy that was not cooperating with the policies and undermining uh, uh, the Trump employees. Well, they 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 want to not ever have that happen to them, and and so their view is what we do, they could do. Yeah, that which is unethical or immoral that we do. These Christians might do well. It's projection, right? I mean, yeah. at, at its at, yeah. at, at its common denominator, whether you're looking at it from a counseling perspective, a mental health perspective, it's 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 projection. Yes, that's what they're doing. What I, what's good for me is not good for, or for what's good for thee is not good for ye, or whatever. You know what I mean? What's good for I thee do. is not good for me. Blah yes. blah blah. I totally yeah. butchered that, but you totally get what I'm saying. I can do it, but you can't. Yes. And there's a possibility you can do it, which is why I'm going to stop you from doing it, because I want to be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That. So you got to understand the mentality of the bureaucrats that are putting together these databases. To them, it's their protection. And for them, it's, it's enabling them to navigate around, to marginalize, to, to oust anyone who isn't in alignment with them. And, and so that is the danger. So they've got two and a half years of knowing who these people are and being able very possibly to make their lives miserable, mm -hmm. to make them want to leave the government uh, workplace uh, and to be able to make sure they never get into advancement. So the danger there is that not only is, do individuals have their rights violated, their privacy violated, not only do we have something that's totally unconstitutionally, unconstitutional being implemented by the federal government, mm -hmm. but we have something that's a tool to transform culture and politics. Well, we have this mad dash that we see. There's a demonic mad dash to get as far away from Christianity or morality as possible in this nation. And I disagree with a lot of believers who say there's going to be some massive revival uh, mm -hmm. and America is going to turn a new leaf and we're going to be a Judeo-Christian nation once again. Prophetically and biblically, I don't see that happening. Uh, I see us not even in Bible prophecy. I don't see us standing at Israel's defense. And if we were truly a Judeo and strong Christian nation, when the Ezekiel 38 war happens, we would be standing up for Israel. We don't. I want that to happen. I know there will be a massive revival in the end during the tribulation. Obviously, that's the point of it. Uh, there will be tribulation shapes, but not before. And we need to get to the the understanding that we need to be a voice of truth in our communities. We need to stand up for what's right. We don't need to take it lying down. We need to fight for our seats in office. And we need to do what God has called us to do to take back what we can take back and occupy until we return, right? Not just give up. Right. But we need, right. to we need to be educated on these things. And that's why I wanted you on the program so people understand the depths of the sinister uh, yes. uh, narrative, which is not just cancel culture, not just silencing, but mm -hmm. it's, it is persecution 
And I fully believe that the persecution will be taken to the next level. I think we're going to see the type of persecution in our country that other countries see routinely that we've never tasted for those who are believers or who stand against what the government is trying to do or control. Yeah, I guess a scary uh, way of looking at this is what's happened in Afghanistan. Yeah. Afghanistan, they asked people to register if they were Christians. So they created a database in the government uh, of who the Christians were. Well, what is the Taliban doing now? They're going door to door. They're trying to find those people who they know are Christians Mm -hmm. and kill them, wipe them out and their families. And just, you know, the, 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 the people should not be able to use a database define mm-hmm. anybody anybody no. and that is what our federal government is doing now it's so wrong it's so dangerous and it's got to stop well we got to stop they could already track you on your phone now they're pushing this green new gospel right and i'm going a little deeper than uh you are a little bit i want to you know because i can i can scare people i don't want you to scare people no i don't want to perpetuate fear but i want people to be awake um they they already can track you on your phone. They know your location everywhere. If you have any intelligent or smart device on you, uh, satellite and uh, tracking, they can they can hack into your phone as Edward Snowden proved and monitor you for keywords. Uh, they put you in a database that way. They can turn off your cell phone. And now we have this green new gospel where get away from fossil fuels, everybody. We don't need oil, which is why we're not drilling. No, make no mistake about it to lower our gas prices. And we've uh, clo- and Biden closed the pipeline down is because they want to get away from energy independence and become and have us all become energy dependent on the system and the grid. And guess what? They could just turn your car off, by the way. If you are dependent on the grid, they can prevent you from traveling. They don't like it's it's this whole social credit score that we saw in China where they can confine you. You can't travel. You can't get on a train. You're standing against what the government says. We're not going to let your kid go to pub, uh, private school. You're not going to be able to get a mortgage to buy a home. This is what they're doing with social credit scoring in some provinces in China. OK, and they've rolled it out. And they're, and this is the soft opening to a social credit score. Yes. You know, it, it, it is an opening, and that's why we got to close it. And so we need to ha- have in place, we need to be able to uh, have in this upcoming election candidates who will say enough is en- enough. We're going to protect our First Amendment rights. We're going to stop FISA abuse. We're going to stop spying on Americans. We're going to stop this database of people who have asked for religious exemption. We're not going to allow this to happen. And, and, you know, there's a handful of congressmen, a handful of senators now who make that stand, who are vocal about this, but they need help. And so we need candidates who won't compromise. Uh, We have a potential of turning the House and the Senate around, but it doesn't matter if we do, if the Republicans that are elected are willing to stand up. So everybody viewing this, you know, one of the key questions you ask before you would vote for a candidate, will they say no to the databases? Will they say no to internal spying by the federal government on the lives of the individuals? Will they stand against surveillance by uh, by our intelligence agencies and by our FBI? Uh, Because it's corrupt what they're doing. It's wrong. It should not happen. And, you know, you've got Rand Paul, you've got a few other people who are speaking out. We need a lot more and we need to put the, the light of truth on what's happening today in in violation of our constitutional rights. Yeah. And I think that there needs to be um, a very hard line set in our government and with how we vote. I think that my opinion is we need a convention of states. We need an action to completely just turn a new leaf because I believe that the demonic wicked web has been woven. Wow. I said that without stumbling. (laughs) I'm surprised at myself. I haven't had coffee today. Uh, It's, it's been dug so deep into our government system with, you know, not just Joe Biden and his handlers, but people against people against nations against people and in order to really if we really have a fighting chance i believe there needs to be this just dramatic upheaval 
uh, and resetting that takes place. And maybe this is why we're not in Bible prophecy. Maybe something like that will happen and it causes a civil war. You know, I had four star general Boykin on and we talked about the potentials of a civil war when things get so bad that people, you have a lot of ex veterans, not ex veterans, you're never an ex veteran. You have a lot of veterans, uh, who won't put up with it. You have a lot of people who are not in the military and military combined who have created the other side, who are going to say enough is enough. We're sick of you spying. We're sick of you uh, targeting us. We're sick of being tracked. We're sick. We're sick of being separated, segregated, and punished. We're sick of losing, losing our jobs and our livelihood. We're sick of taxation without representation because that's what we're going through now. Uh, and we're, we're done. We're not going to have you indoctrinate our children. We're not going to be fed propaganda. We're going to get our country back. Um, and so that is a real possibility from all of the experts that I have interviewed over the last three years, that is a possibility. Do you believe that? I do believe that. I mean, we're living in dangerous times, uncertain times. We're living in times where the tipping point has come one way or another. So some radical things have to be done. And whether it's at the voting polls and how we vote in this upcoming election, if, if it's the convention, if it's uh, the judiciary, in fact, you know, anybody who's watching this and listening to this, if they're a federal employee, they can be a huge impact in saying no to this travesty, saying no to this Aurelian act of the database by stepping forward and contacting, say, Pacific Justice Institute or some of the, the Christian conservative uh, legal justice groups that for free will take on a legal lawsuit against what's happening and take it to the Supreme Court. And we don't know what will happen at the Supreme Court. But what if they said this is illegal, unconstitutional violation of rights? That's what we want to see happen. Mm -hmm. You know, we have we have such deep problems. Uh, and the reason I wanted you on is one to expose these these things. Because people need to understand that this is not just, oh, I'm just monitoring federal employees and we have a database. It's They've stored information on people with exemption, people who volunteered for the agencies, people who were interns, people uh, maybe who were contractors, um, consultants, employees, uh, anybody uh, involved with the federal government in any way, they have that information. Uh, if you have filed one step further and you have filed a religious exemption and your case went to court, it is now on record that you filed a religious exemption. Uh, you know, so it's not hard for them to know who you are and it's not hard for them to figure out who you believe, uh, what you believe in and who you believe in. Another thing that people don't realize is that they need to be aware of any churches that are in bed with the federal government. There are churches that manifested and reared their ugly heads during the Charlie Vector 019er situation that partnered with the federal government to push uh, the so-called um, gene therapy, because I'm not going to say what they think they want me to say it is, and encouraged believers to do so, that it was the right thing to do. And then lo and behold, they were personally uh, or their their ministries were personally funded by the federal government. The Daily Wire did a great expose on that, and some major uh, ministries that you and I are both aware of. The people know, uh, you know, Franklin Graham's ministry, Rick Warren's ministry, and uh, to name just two. So you have to be aware also by who's at the pulpit. No one should be telling you to submit to Big Daddy government. That the only one right. you should submit to is Jesus Christ, the King, who we serve. That's it. That's who you bend your knee to, and you walk and operate all your convictions under that. Yep. You know, Shannon, you nailed it as far as the compromise that took place. Mm -hmm. Total compromise by too many ministries out of getting money from the federal government. Well, if you're just tuning into Voice of Truth with Shannon Scolton, I want to let you guys know that I have Craig Huey on the program, who is an economist. Uh, he is a very brilliant man. He has run against candidate Maxine Waters in her district. He came in second as a Republican in California, which is saying a lot. Uh, he is a powerful man of God who loves the Lord and understands the times that we are in. He's also written many, many, many amazing books uh, and you want to read them and you want to go search for them. So check out Craig Huey. He's the founder of the Election Forum, the Huey Report and Reality Alert. We were just speaking to him in regards to these amazing and incredibly psychotic 
things manifesting in our federal government, one of which is not only just the NSA spying on civilians, which Edward Snowden broke years ago, but this is the Charlie Vector 019er uh, gene therapy tracking, which has taken place not just through nanoparticle technology and tracing technology, not through uh, vaccination passports, but through religious exemptions. Anything that has been filed and, and will be filed can now be tracked. Uh, it has been serious. This is a really ideologically driven issue, and the bureaucrats are completely out of control. They have been building a database of Christians since before the Tea Party re-resurrected itself in the early 2000s. Uh, but now we know that over 25 federal agencies are in the process of basically separating believers from the non-believers. And we know that this is prophetic how we understand that in the book of Revelation, there's going to be some crazy things that take place, including not only this one world government, the Antichrist comes to power, but he's going to be able to rule all things. And he's going to make everyone rich or poor, uh, you know, slave or free, anybody to get a mark on their right hand or their forehead. And those who do not receive this mark will not be able to live. They will be killed. They will be exiled. They will not be part of the system. Essentially, they will not be able to buy or sell or do anything. Well, how do you monitor and you track people? How can we ever get to a situation where every single human on the face of the earth is monitored and tracked? Well, you've heard it from Craig Huey and what the government is trying to do, how we have turned a leaf from a democratic republic into a complete communistic government. And I do believe there needs to be a COS action, a convention of states action, uh, that starts radically changing the foundation of what we are dealing with as far as the government. I think we need a complete overhaul and we need a turning of soil to plant a new beginning for Americans. Now, do I believe it's going to happen? I'm just being honest with you. I believe that it's going to be radical in a complete hand of God that allows a convention to states to happen. And I do believe if one transpires, it will throw us into a civil war. Nonetheless, it needs to happen. So I'm going to read why we should call a convention of states because of exact issues like this, this demonic monitoring, this Orwellian overreaching tyrannical government, this entire uh, Phoenix out of the ashes problem reacts and solution where this, or, uh, you know, Hegelian dialectic is created to cause massive confusion and destruction. And we all suffer the fallout and the damage from this as American citizens. It's simple. We need to bring the power back to the states where it belongs. Unelected bureaucrats in Washington, D.C. shouldn't be allowed to make sweeping decisions that impact millions of Americans, okay? But right now they do, so it all boils down to one question. Who do you think should decide what's best for you and your family? Is it the feds or is it you? We'd vote for the American people every single time. And so here's what a convention of states is. The U.S. Constitution gives states the power to call a convention of states to propose amendments, uh, to 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 essentially get 34 states to come together, 38 to ratify any amendments that are proposed. Our convention would only allow the states to discuss amendments that limit the power and the jurisdiction of the federal government, impose fiscal restraints, and place term limits on federal officials. This would cause a reaping to happen in the government to where we can take back control. We can put people in office who are not Orwellian, who are not tyrannical, who are not Fidel Castro 2.0, who are not Stalin 2.0, who are not Hitler 2.0, who do not believe in mass genocide through the complete annihilation of children through abortion and Roe v. Wade, who understand the sanctity of life from a Christian's perspective and eternal life, but also the sanctity of life as we have our own abilities to live autonomously away from government control. This is what needs to happen. This is what needs to transpire. This is mere survival mode, everybody. This is what we're at at this point. So you know scripture, you know Revelation, you know the book of Revelation, you understand what it says. You know that in the Revelation 6, we're going to have major seals that are opened. We're going to have these horsemen that are given power to go out and we're going to see pestilence. We're going to see famine. We're going to see an antichrist like system take place. We're going to see death and Hades following. And we're going to see all of these things happen. And if Christ does not intervene, every single person and thing on earth would be completely and utterly destroyed. But there's going to be a savior that manifests himself and resurrects himself from a, from a uh, terminal wound 
and he's going to declare himself as God and perform the abomination of desolation. But people are going to worship him because he's going to have all the answers. America and the world is going to be in such a state of chaos that they need a savior. And instead of looking to the savior, they're going to be looking to a savior who is possessed by the devil himself to rule and reign over the world economies. We already know from Klaus Schwab that they've already been talking about him, that they need to set everything up for him. They've specifically used the word him. In these discussions, we went over it in my live broadcast that I do Monday through Friday on Facebook, Twitter, and Rumble. So if you're not a part of that and you're listening to this broadcast, follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Rumble, and be part of the live broadcast Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Mountain Time. We go through a lot. We go through headlines. We look at biblical prophecy. We have Power Hour on Wednesdays with Brad Dacus and Ted Bear from Movie Guide. We are also starting a segment on counseling called Connected Life with Betty Kempke. That's starting the first Friday of April. You don't want to miss it. Major counseling and healing that is going to be taking place. We're going to use this show to bring the truth. Nonetheless, we discuss all of this. We go through it all. We sift through it one by one. We have specialists and experts come on that sometimes don't get on the radio. And sometimes the radio experts don't get on the live stream. That's why you need to follow both. If you have a thirst and a desire for truth, Seek truth and you'll find it. That means seek Christ and you will find him. But this is the day and this is the age that we're in. We need to make progress. We need to be a voice of truth in our community. We need to exercise our rights. We need to fight for our freedoms. And we need to know that our Christ, our King, our Messiah, our, our bridegroom is coming back for his bride. And are you ready? Are you spiritually ready? Are you physically ready? Are you emotionally ready? Is your household ready? I talked about us being in complete survival mode. Voice of Truth is sponsored by an amazing organization called Outdoor Element. Outdoor Element provides survival gear as well as camping and fishing and hunting gear across all of the nations. They support survival, they support freedom, they support justice and liberty, and they love what we're doing with Voice of Truth. And the reason I lead that in is because there are organizations and people who have pull who are fighting for truth and freedom. You have Mike Lindell with my pillow. You have the Christian gentleman now who's running Chick-fil-A standing for freedom and fighting for freedom. You have Turning Point USA and Charlie Kirk standing and fighting for freedom. You have people uh, who have started media companies like The Daily Wire, who have people like Candace Owens and, jo and Jordan Peterson coming on and speaking truth and standing for freedom and fighting against the narrative. There are even Christian and secular organizations who see what's happening collectively, and they're doing their part for survival, freedom, justice, liberty, Jesus in some way. Preparedness, whether you get a Patriot phone because you don't want to be monitored and you want to go with Patriot Mobile and you don't want to be stalked by the government, or you're completely one of those who likes to go off the grid and live in the wild, uh, at some point, there's a convergence where we're, none of us are going to be able to get away with it or get away from it. We're going to either be raptured, harpazoed in heaven, or we're going to be on this earth and monitored in some form or fashion. We discuss these things so you don't live in fear, so you have an understanding, so you know exactly what time it is, and you can have the fire of the Holy Spirit inside of you to go out and bring forth truth and speak truth in love to people to save them because the train is coming, they need to get off the track. If you like Voice of Truth and you enjoyed Craig Huey, well, I'm sorry he was had to go so abruptly. Thank I thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. If you want to email me, email me, Shannon at voiceoftruthradio.org. I'll write you back. Follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as Telegram, Rumble, and YouTube until I get taken off of YouTube again. All of the live streams and the videos are there. It's exciting to see what God is doing. Keep us in prayer. Pray and fast for us. And please, if you want to snail nail do your donations, please feel free. P.O. Box 401285, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89140. Snail mail, uh, write, send letters, whatever. Hate mail, love mail. I don't care. I'll read it all and I'll respond to P.O. Box 401285, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89140. You can donate by going to voiceoftruthradio.org. There's a donate button. And also don't forget to join the movement. In Join the Movement, we give you access to publications that you otherwise would have to pay for. End Times publications, publications on the seven churches, publications on uh, End Times Prophecy, 
information on Charlie Vector 019 that is being published in, in medical journals that only you will be able to have access to if you join the movement. That's completely free to you. Uh, there is a prophecy watch and blog that is written in the Join the Movement newsletter every month from the amazing Gary Ray from I Am Watchmen and SetFreeIndeed.com. So you will be able to get amazing and valuable information. So join so we can stay in touch because there's some point we're going to get censored even more. I love you. I appreciate Greg Huey for being on. I appreciate truth. I appreciate you understanding what's going on and what time it is. And remember everybody to make sure that you continue to be a voice of truth in your community until next time. God bless. Huh? You guys just heard my amazing interview with Craig Huey. Thank you for tuning in. Learning about all of the things that are happening to Christianity and this war on Christianity has everybody extremely concerned and rightfully so. But this is Easter weekend. And what do we really need to be considering? Do we need to be walking in fear and looking at all of the things that are manifesting around us in this dystopian Orwellian state that the world seems to be in? Do we need to be conjuring up anxiety and being overwhelmed? Or do we really need to be taken back, sitting down, laying on our, on our face before a holy and righteous God and really deciding, okay, we see these things happening. We understand the persecution is real. We know that there is a monitoring and a categorizing of Christians. We understand all of these things, because the Bible told us so. This is nothing new. All of these things that are happening were prophesied, and we were forewarned about all of these things in Scripture. Why did God forewarn us? Through the power of His Holy Spirit in God-breathed Scripture, so that we can walk empowered, so we can be salt and light to the earth, so we can shine in a time of darkness, so we wouldn't operate under fear, but we would operate under the complete resurrected power of Jesus Christ. And it's Easter. And as we sit here and we're thinking about what we're going to celebrate today, what are we going to be really thinking about? Who are we focused on? It's not ourselves. It's not our circumstances. It's not the persecution to come or even our current circumstance. What it is, is it's Christ Jesus resurrected. It's the blood that he shed on the cross for us. It was the ultimate propitiation for our sins. That is what we're focusing on. And in that power, remember death has no sting. In the power of the shedding of the blood, we are set free from bondage. All of our sins, all of the issues on the shoulders of Jesus on that cross. Why is that important when we're looking at everything that Craig and I were talking about? Because no matter what happens to you, believer, no matter what persecution or categorization you go through, Jesus Christ is the Lord. He sits on the throne. He died for you. And to live is Christ and to die is gain. What does that mean? It means absent with the bodies to be present with the Lord. In our death, we get our fully resurrected bodies. So no matter what persecution we suffer, no matter what ex no matter what categorization, no matter what evil, wicked, Orwellian thing that we go through, we are to preach Jesus till the end of the age and occupy until either our death or Jesus returns. That faithful Sunday when Christ was risen again, when the stone was rolled away, when he defeated death, when death had no seeing, when he conquered hell on that cross. That is our resurrected hope. And it is in that, that resurrected power from him leaving and living, leaving us the power of the Holy Spirit that we know that we have the power to overcome all things. And it is important to be educated and it is important, friends, to understand the signs of the times. Don't get me wrong. It's very important to see what is on the horizon and even more so be educated so you can prepare yourself and your family, but not from a standpoint of fear, but from an understanding of biblical truth so you can tap into the Holy Spirit, get that fire and zeal that you need to do everything God has created you to do. After all, you were created in his image. So as we remember this Easter, we remember his death. We remember his suffering, the pain, the torture that Christ went through on the cross for us, the, 
pulling of his beard out to where he was maimed and he wasn't even recognizable as human. He bled, he wept, he suffered at the cross for you and for me, for our past, our present, and our future sins. He defeated the enemy and he gave us the power of the Holy Spirit in his stead. As a matter of fact, Jesus himself said, it is better for me to go so that I can leave you the Holy Spirit. Because that indwelling power of the Holy Spirit, that dunamis, unrelenting power, is what allows us to be overcomers. Just as Christ was an overcomer on that cross, and Satan did not win, the gates of hell could not prevail over Christ Jesus. Likewise, we are overcomers through his blood and through the power of the Holy Spirit. Friends, we are entering a time unlike any time before. This is not World War II Nazi-esque monitoring of Christians. This is not World War II-esque recession depression that we are about to get into. These times ahead that we've been talking about, if you've been listening to my live stream, which is Monday through Fridays on Facebook and Twitter and Rumble, if you've been listening to what we've been talking about, none of these things really truly have happened in the past in the magnitude that they are happening now. Why? Because the prophetic time clock, the tachometer is redlining. Jesus is coming back and he's coming back soon. And we don't need to just go through another Sunday, another Easter Sunday, being a CEO, a Christian and uh, a Christian who uh, identifies as Christian because they go to church on Chris- Christmas and Easter only. That's CEO. No, we need to dig deep down into the depths of our soul and relinquish ourselves to a holy and righteous God. We need to be dwelling this Sunday on our family, on our friendships, on who God has called us to minister to, on what we're going to do with the power that God has left us. We need to understand all of these things truly to the depths of our soul, not just with a mental and a head understanding, but with an emotional and spiritual understanding. He's the Lamb of God. Worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb that was slain. Holy, holy, holy is He. We need to think about the resurrected Jesus and how we will be resurrected with him one day. The rapture is going to come and we will be in relationship with him intimately and in the presence of God. But until that time happens, you and I have an individual calling. This Easter Sunday, it's not just to eat Easter dinner and to go Easter egg hunting. This is not just a time to watch the passion of the Christ and cry a little bit and, and talk about the wonderful things Christ has done for us. No, it's far deeper than that. We're on the precipice of no return, geopolitically and even spiritually as a church. And we need to wake up. There's something we need to do. We need to be harbingers. The blood of others doesn't need to be on our hands. We need to profess Christ crucified and resurrected. We need to preach the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, the power in which we live, and we need to actually live in that power and overcome the enemy. Evil is going to manifest in the days ahead, everybody, far beyond what Craig Huey and I have remotely even talked about. Wickedness will manifest tangibly. The demonic realm will be so thick you could practically cut it with a knife. I believe that dimensions are going to collide and we're going to see things in the spiritual realm that we have never seen before. And you're either ready or you're not ready. You're a nominal believer or you're ready to be in the army of Christ Jesus for his purpose, for his kingdom purpose. We know that the war rages on. We understand that the enemy desires blood sacrifice, right? Just as much as, as Christ required a sacrifice or a grain offering, the enemy also wants a sacrifice because he imitates everything about God. He is the, not necessarily the antithesis of Christ, but the demonic Satan and his kingdom is the opposite. He tries to be Christ. He is trying to rule and reign over Christ. And so as much as Christ in the Old Testament, God required a sacrifice, Satan does the same. It manifests in its ways 
through Baal and Malek worship. And, and now in the 20, 21st century, we see it in the form of abortion. It's no different. Likewise, Satan wants worship and he wants praise. He wants adoration. He wants his kingdom. So we know that this is a spiritual war. And we understand that we have a place and a purpose in this war and we have to fight. What are we going to do? It's time to armor up. Suit up, Christian. This is Ephesians 6 times 10. This Easter Sunday, Christ died and rolled away that stone. He came up and made himself manifest, resurrected. He ascended into the clouds. He sits at the right hand of the Father. He left to prepare a place for us. I know my calling. Do you know yours? I know what we are supposed to do individually and collectively, but do you know? Is all of this just jargon or this Sunday are you really going to take it to heart? Are you really going to understand your call and your purpose in your life? Men, what about you leading your home? Women, what about you doing the, what God has called you to do as a Proverbs 31 woman? Kids, what about you listening, obeying, and having reverence for your parents? Pastor, what about you actually shepherding your sheep? Calling out sin, not being politically correct, fighting against the narrative of the world, and standing up for righteousness and purity. The time is now. There is no better time than now. And this is a real call to the truth. I want to thank all of my sponsors who allow Voice of Truth to even happen. Of course, you know, Mike Lindell from My Pillow is an amazing, not only man of the Lord, businessman, but patriot. My Pillow believes in the vision of Voice of Truth and the message that I'm giving you today. There are many patriots and Christians out there preaching the truth and preaching the gospel, preaching Christ crucified and being unapologetic in their approach to the demonic and wicked things happening in the world. And I appreciate the support of organizations like that. We want to align together to build a stronger Christian community, a stronger church, not a massive church, not a mega church, a stronger church. And whether that means smaller and fewer, that means smaller and fewer. May Christ multiply and bring the blessing. But I thank him and I thank others. There are a lot of Christian organizations also trying to do what God has called them to do. Support them, everybody. Support your family, support your neighbor, support your children. Stop aligning with ideologies that are demonic and stop giving yourself over to the system. And start being about your daddy's business. I also want to thank Robison Tactical, another amazing sponsor, totally on fire for the Lord. And their mission is faith, family, and firearms. They equip the church in physical preparedness, protection, and security. Based out of Las Vegas, Nevada, they're on fire for Jesus, and they take protection and stewardship seriously. If you ever have wanted to know about concealed carry or church protection, if you're a church, if you're a pastor, if you're the head of a church, if you're a deacon and you need secure measures because the times are getting tough, you can go to ffftactical.com, find out more about this amazing organization and what they have to offer. Don't forget to worship and praise in spirit and truth. This is a message from Voice of Truth from the depths of the heart. From me, your host, Shannon Skolton. Be a voice of truth in your community. We love you and we thank you for all of your support over the time that we have been able to spend together via radio and TV. And we will continue to fight the good fight for the kingdom of heaven together as a church. Not just individually, but collectively. Until next time, everybody, listen. Happy Resurrection Sunday. And God bless.